The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The Chicago Bears are set to have upwards of $120 million in cap space heading into this upcoming free agency. On today's episode, we're going to talk about some of the veteran free agents that the Bears could look to acquire before the NFL draft this season. We're also going to talk about Matt Eberflus and his comments on rookie Kyler Gordon. We'll get into all that and more on today's Chicago Bears Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So before we get to talking about free agent acquisitions and possible veterans that the Bears could focus on to kind of shore up some of those spots that we need, I want to first talk about Matt Eberflus and his praise of rookie Kyler Gordon, who Kyler Gordon in the last two weeks has gotten three takeaways himself, two uh, interceptions and one fumble recovery. And with Jalen Johnson and Kendall Vador out, Kyler Gordon has stepped up in a major way and flashing some of that potential that not only Ryan Poles, but that we saw in him when he was originally drafted by the Chicago Bears. Now, if you guys have been following the show for a while, you know that me, C-Dub, and Bobby were kind of down on Kyler Gordon for a while there just by how he kind of failed to stand out in the same way Jaquan Brisker and, and Jack Sanborn, once Jack Sanborn did, did get into the starting lineup, how they kind of shined in ways. But Kyler Gordon has rounded out the back half of the season in a major way. And like I said, flashing all of that potential that we saw for him being a big-time playmaker at the cornerback position for the Chicago Bears. Now, Matt Eberflus had this to say. I think it's a great experience for him now that we've put a couple of corners on IR. For me, it's really good. I'm going to expand him a little bit more. You saw the understanding of the outstanding interception he had. He's going to have to use a different skill set out there. So I think, to me, it's just going to help him grow. He's got high energy. He's getting better there, and he's a ball hawk guy. That's why we brought him here. He's proven that, and he's exciting to watch, and I'm excited about the last two games for him. Now, Kyler Gordon was one of the players that I did point out when I said players to look out for in the Chicago Bears' last four games, and that's now been cut in half in the last two games, but Kyler Gordon in those first two games of the last four has flashed everything that we wanted to see from him, and Ryan Post continues to just show that he does have an eye for talent. Now, it's been some misses. Well, some some that haven't sh- rounded out in the way that Ryan Poles and the Bears fan base expected when you look at Byron Pringle and some of the other players. But at the end of the day, it's this. Poles does have an eye for talent. And when we're going to a free agency, I'm sorry, an offseason, I should say, in which the Bears are going to be looking to make some major moves, be it in the draft and free agency, that eye for talent that Ryan Poles has is going to be the determining factor of just how much this upcoming offseason transforms the Chicago Bears into being one of the worst teams in the NFL to possibly being a surefire playoff team and maybe a team that has even more aspirations than that. 
You guys know I've been on record here saying that I do expect the Monsters of the Midway to be back on the defensive side of the ball next season. And that's me putting a lot of faith in not only where we're going to select draft-wise, but in just Ryan Pohl's ability to, to get talent. When you when you have an undrafted rookie that you signed it, that you signed, and he comes in and leads the NFL in tackles from the moment he well, second in the NFL in tackles from the moment he became a starter. You have an eye for talent there. Now, not every every GM is not gonna is not gonna hit on every single pick or free agent signing that they make. He's going to have some misses. But the 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 hits that Ryan Poles has had has not only just been hits that are okay, they've been hits that show big time playmaking ability. When you look at Jaquan Brisker, when you look at Jack Sanborn, when you look at Kyler Gordon, those are big time hits on the defensive side of the ball. Dominic Robinson, who kind of at the beginning of the season when he was playing a reserve role, looked like he could be another one of those, hasn't quite rounded out the season once Robert Quinn did leave in the way that we may have expected him to step up. But still, there were still talent, there at least talent that you wanted to see. And while Dominic Robinson may not turn into the start on the defensive end, again, rookie, late selection, so it could come around a little bit more slowly for him. Ryan Pose does have an eye for talent. You can't ignore the eye for talent that Ryan Pose does have. For every Velius Jones, there is a Jaquan Brisker. There is a Kyler Gordon. There is a Jack Sanborn. So we'll see what happens with this team and, and how Kyler Gordon continues to round out. But I tell you what, the potential of Kyler Gordon has me excited about his future and the future of the Chicago Bears secondary and defense overall, especially when you look at the, the hits that Ryan Pohl has already had on that defensive side of the ball. Now, with that being said, coming into this offseason, the Bears have $120 million in spending power. That's it. That is the most cap space by far. The next closest team to them has a little over $70 million. The Bears are going to have all the financial um, resources at their at their disposal to really make a big splash in free agency or hopefully several big splashes in free agency. Now, the Bears do have to take care of some of their own home-based free agents first. And the biggest name of that is David Montgomery. Now, it's not a lock that David Montgomery would come back. I do think that if I had to be a betting man, I'd bet it's a higher probability that David Montgomery does come back because when you have the best running tandem in the NFL, you don't really just let that go unless David Montgomery comes into the contract negotiations just wanting way more money than what they're expecting. I do think you bring him back. I do think that they can be even more dangerous with a better offensive line. So that is it's a lot of some of the money is going to go to keeping some of your own free agents. David Montgomery, like I said, being the biggest one, but even if he requests a little bit too much money, you already have Khalil Herbert there. And even though Tristan Ebner did not shine in the way that we thought he may when Herbert went down, there's still potential in Ebner as well, another rookie um, that that you may be able to cultivate also. So, you know, we'll see what happens with that. The Bears have to look out for that. But at the end of the day, the Bears have a ton of budget. And I want to talk about some of the free agents that the Bears, I would like to see the Bears go after and get with their money that may not, it's not going to break the bank, but it is going to cost some. And the first free agent that I do think the Bears should take a, a serious look at is offensive tackle Orlando Brown. He's he's still a fairly young player that can be gotten in free agency. Yeah, the Chiefs may try to bring him back. And, you know, he played on a franchise tag this year, but it seems like they did not come or break any ground on an extension. And he is somebody that I do think that he can play either right tackle or left tackle. Yes, we brought in Braxton Jones, who has given up six sacks and nine penalties, and he's gotten better every single step of the way of the season. But if you can add a player like Orlando Brown Jr., who has a great 
uh, rating as far as PFF, pro football focus, you you can sure up that offensive line a big time by just bringing in a player. And that doesn't mean that they're still not going to make a need to make other moves. But I look at Orlando Brown Jr. as being a player that I would not mind at all if the Bears kind of focus early in free agency at bringing him in. See what the, Can- the Kansas City Chiefs may try to do with him. He's also, it's not going to be only the Bears who are after his services, but with the Bears having as much money as they do in free agency, I do look at that and saying, hey, the Bears would be almost crazy not to try to go after him. He's almost, he can come in in the system, play either right or left tackle, which still frees up Braxton Jones to be the starter and even learn some from Orlando Brown Jr. And considering he is going to want a long-term contract, um, I, I just think that it would be huge to help Justin Fields' development as a passer, and it also sets a high floor for the Bears on that offensive line. Now, as much as I just, I love Kyler Gordon. Another player that I would love to see the Bears bring in, whether it be for to be the CB2 or in the slot, is Jamil Dean, or Jamel Dean, not sure how you say it, with the Buccaneers. This is another player that you can look at and say, hey, listen, we've invested some, some draft capital in the secondary, when you look at Jalen Johnson, when you look at Kyler Gordon, when you look at Jaquan Brisker, bringing in a player that is having their best year statistically right now, giving up a passer rating of 94.6, um, and, and just playing really good. Jamil Dean could be a player that comes in as a true number one corner and helps just, A, guide the rookies a little bit more, is that focal point in the secondary as well on that cornerback position, and he only has two interceptions on the year, but he locks down wide receivers a big time. And while we're talking about getting the monsters of the midway back on the defensive side of the ball, I look at Jamil Dean as definitely being a player that can do that. Now, another player that I'm going to mention in this is Darren Payne. Now, this is going to be a player that, like, we know what we need on that on that interior defensive line. And while we still do have a chance to, to draft a generational talent on that defensive line, if you can start off your free agency even before you get to the draft by bringing in a play, player like Darren Payne, for that defensive tackle position, and then you pair him with one of those rookies in Jalen Carter or Will Anderson Jr., I'm telling you right now, that defensive line at that point would not only be one of the most formidable defensive lines, that's going to be a defensive line that in in run uh, defense and pass defense is going to completely shock some teams and put some quarterbacks on their butts. So with Darren Payne, is he hitting the open market? You talk about forming a good tandem with him and a Jalen Carter on that defensive line. And then if if that could free up Dominique Robinson to, to go back to looking like what we saw in him when he was coming off the bench, listen, that could be a defensive line that sends fear throughout the NFL. And I want to see the Bears go after the, those players again. We'll see how likely it is, but you know, it is what it is there. Now, other players that the Bears could go after and try to acquire, now these are all aren't going to be necessarily in free agency. DeAndre Hopkins with the Arizona Cardinals, he's 30. He's definitely uh, a player that the Bears could look to, to bring in. He's a veteran player. He's 30 years old. Shouldn't necessarily break the bank as well as that. He's just entering. Well, he's kind of on the back end of his prime when you look at NFL. He's due nine, $19.5 million in, two, in 2003, so it would be a trade that they'd have to do. But it seems like this team is preparing to kind of reset that roster after the, uh, getting blasted in the playoffs and then having a 4-11 season so far, they could look to move Hopkins. Now, that would take some of your draft capital more than likely, but it's not a player that I'd necessarily crap on the Bulls kind of bringing in. Another player with that is also Mike Evans. Now, this is a player that I do think, depending on what Tom Brady does at the end of the season, we could, we could see Mike Evans look to go to another team and pairing with a young quarterback with the potential of Justin Fields 
And Luke Getzey's play calling has been kind of so-so. Again, it's not necessarily the number one that we would want in that. But again, he is somebody that we could look um, to, to do some things with. So we'll see. Mike Evans is another player. And the player that I mentioned before is T. Higgins. Now, likely uh, with a lot of you guys, you guys didn't agree with giving up much draft capital for him. And I understand that. But again, a 23-year-old that's still on a rookie deal that hasn't really gotten a chance to flash and see what he can be as maybe a, a, a number one. It's another player that I wouldn't necessarily mind when we're talking about veterans, the Chicago Bears going and finding a way to bring in. Now, I don't want them to give up their first round pick for something like that. But if you can do something with that second round pick that isn't even our own second round pick and you do acquire more second round picks or more picks just in the way that Ryan Poles does, T. Higgins could be a possibility for the Chicago Bears. But that's kind of it. Let me know what you guys think as we prepare for our draft coverage and free agency coverage. I'll probably throw some more ideas and topics like this at you guys. So let me know what you think down below. But that's it. Make sure you follow the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bear Central at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bears. Love you guys. Bear down. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.